Welcome to the Scott's Take Shot podcast. I'm Cam, that's Eric, and TC. We are three guys that played football together in college. Thought it was a great idea to start a fucking podcast, and here we are. So, with that being said, a little bit about each other. I live currently in fucking Arkansas, in the middle of nowhere where the land of single mothers are. Eric currently lives in Chicago, Illinois. Tommy is in some place in the middle of fucking nowhere, Michigan. And I just spilled whiskey on my computer, so I'm looking for fucking Christ. Like, it's the first, like, five seconds into the podcast, and Tommy's already... Well, that being said, I'm great. Of course, out of all people, like everything goes well on your side, Rody. My side would only be Tommy. It could only ever be. Oh, it's only Tommy. Like for messes, like for Mm -hmm. actually physically spilling something. Now, like if some girl would have walked by your camera, I would have been like, "Oh, that's that's Rody." Yeah, I guess. I guess whiskey's gonna clean it. No, do a bunch of kids running around in the background. Not the right solution. Well. With that hot start, let's go into another hot start then. Let's talk about the fact that Ohio State's massage therapist got fired from her duties this past week for, you guys We're having sex with multiple football players. She was Robert crafting football players in the locker room. 99% chance that's what was going down. Like, could... According to the report, the woman did not have a connection with the university at all. None of the coaches nor staff had any knowledge of the massage therapist. The State Medical Board of Ohio has revoked her license. They had no so, knowledge of her as a massage so therapist. Was this the just pa- she so, had a physical connection with the team? So it's was this just passed down from like Laurenitis and Beanie Wells that like, hey, you guys need to go to this lady. That this this is gonna they're they're gonna have to. Oh my god! Like you can't make that up. That's just another Ohio State scandal that just kind of rolls together a little bit, you know? Oh, boy. Mm-mm-mm-mm. So how often do you think that happens? How often do you think what happens? Like, scandals like that? No, it's not even – not no, okay, it is a scandal, but not even, like, that as a scandal. Like, how often do you think stuff like that is happening at D1 major oh, university? fucking everywhere. All the time. Louisville. Louisville is like the best example of that, right? Yeah. Patino was bringing hookers and like escorts to fuck recruits. But they went to his school. I mean, I was going to say, they sure. signed the dotted line. Like, what do I think North Carolina and Duke have done it? Yes. I would, well, like, even, even with the Fab Five that came out um, with Jalen Rose in Michigan, and that dude got paid. And then he's like, yeah, I got paid. <laughs> just told everybody like yeah no I there's stories of like mike hart in 2002 for michigan football like he would have a great fucking game and then guess what there's just a lot of cash in his locker room in his locker in the locker at room. michigan or in high school i think in uh, college I'm, I'm talking college stories here not high school like he was already playing for the team if you want to talk about i don't i think it was after 2002 but with like you can go back to the whole you documentary and it would like they had two live crew just giving them whatever they want and it's like weird because it ties into like boosters giving you stuff and then college is giving you stuff and it's like i don't know like there's a difference between the two well they're not illegal in the ncaa's eyes could you imagine like us hold on like roadie could you imagine like a d3 football player Think, think about this, boys. A D3 football player, you just get done playing a game against Whitewater. Or like getting smacked against Whitewater. Union. Yeah. Like you're playing one of the best programs in the nation. You guys just get fucking dicked on. But you had a good game. You go in the locker room and there's just like a grand sitting in your locker. I have yeah. to cut it down to D3 level because like those players are getting like D1s getting like 10, maybe 15 grand. Like yeah. just just a grand. Just a grand for D3. Just get, I just get a cool, cool thousand. Just a cool thousand. No, I mean, I think a piece of that would mean, like, we would have had to play in the game in order to get that. And so that didn't happen. Especially, I don't want to be an asshole like that, all right? I get it. I'm the starter between the three of us. I played the ball. I mean, it's factual, but no, I mean. 
I have the brain damage. Especially the raggedy ass lockers we had. You can't lock this shit up. And I had to kick my locker to get that thing closed. Yeah, you had to like kick it. I, and then, like, I had to kick and spin at the same time or else it wouldn't close. The, the new players have like years. Have you, the new locker rooms, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. fucking gorgeous. And we had four years awesome. of fucking chain metal shit and too tight metal you pretty much dick the butt with everybody in the locker room even if you don't want to be i mean you're just this close yeah for reference cam and i were next to each other for three and a half years because he was number 90 and i was number 89 i mean my first was down the ways first year i was next to another player that i'm not gonna name drop uh but that was a rough what number were you we could figure it out uh stop stop that's my one hint stop stop <laughs> the opposite of stop stop <laughs> i mean it's not that difficult this my first thought was stop stop yeah I mean, no i was i was ro- locker mates with him and i liked him he's a good guy love him to death like just oh Oh, oh, I get it. Yeah. I know who it is. Oh, it took him. I started like time recording just so I know where we're at with the podcast. And like, that was a solid 15 seconds that took you, Thomas. 15. Dude, it, 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 we've been out of the game for a while. Everyone remembers that guy, though. Yeah, now that but I do think we about want to. Do we, you don't want to. Like, you want to remember, like, um, the two star t- DNs that we had junior mm-hmm. year. Like, you want to one remember that? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm talking the one that had a pro recruit, a pro scout show up to practice one day. Uh, this whole name dropping thing is really difficult. Like, Tommy, six and 88. There you go. Oh, I know who they were. I thought we were talking about 40 because 40 was doing some damage too. 40 was, good. 40 was good. And he's still doing great things. He's doing really good things where he's at now. I'm really excited for him. He just got engaged. On yeah, he's no, he's been engaged. And just got married, one or the other. He hasn't been married yet. I don't think. I don't, I don't think I'm getting an invite to that wedding anyway. So like, that's cool. I, I know him. I'm not getting. An I punched him in the either. face one time during practice, and we were both starting D linemen. Like, come on now. He moved. He moved out of my room. I hit him. He tried to coach me up while Calhoun was coaching me up. So I'm like, eyes on my D line coach. Mm-hmm. He's coming. He's in my other ear. I go. Hold on, coach. And I turn, I go, Well, you shut up. And he's like, Well, you got to do this, this. And he was wearing his helmet. So I punched a face mask. But for some reason, football players, football players do that. And it's perfectly fine. Like, I don't know why. Like, football players just like get in full fights with helmets on. They take the helmets off. They're like, Whoa. Yeah. Once the helmets are off, it's like, Hey, hey, easy, easy. Or like the helmet comes in the hand as a weapon, like, easy. But we think it's a great idea to punch, like, each other in the face. I've gotten, I've gotten shoving-ish matches with Eric, but it never made sense because we were in the same position. Did you two got into fights? No, he just got annoyed with me, and I got pissed off with him, so I'd run. I home. just imagine like, stop, stop it, <laughs> stop it. Oh, man, that's not nice. Eight-year-old brothers, yeah. How are you gonna yeah. about it? Coach, he's hitting me again. No, I, Tommy, within our receiver group. The one fight that I'll never forget was 85 and 24. Just that one day of practice, they like lined up across from each other and went at it for like 10 minutes straight. I don't know. Like nothing became of it. It was like, there was seriously no point for it, but it was just ridiculous to watch. I just don't know why that happened. Exactly. I think we were supposed to. Didn't matter. We've had some wild situations. My favorite fight in college that I watched happen. I I ran over a couple freshmen for no reason. Okay, hard ass. That's true. Dude, it was big guy. That's like when my favorite story. I was starting D line. Tommy was scout team wide receiver, or maybe he was a two, (laughs) and we're doing one versus twos or whatever the the schedule was. Right. Yeah. I'm playing nose slash three tech. So I'm moving a lot. And I read, I read, he's a slot receiver and I read the screen perfectly. Like I feel where it's coming. I sit down. It was running running back is doing his own thing. So you were not a slot. You were outside of the line. 
Okay, Whatever man. it was, it was a tunnel screen. I was, was coming in. He was, he was, he he was out there, though. He, he was out there, Eric. He was out there. I was just trying to figure out why I was coming in, but it was a tunnel screen. That's why. And I read it perfectly. I see the running back run a completely different direction. See, the quarterback's eyes are facing where he's throwing to Tommy. I literally turn. Tommy catches it, turns his back, turns back around, and it's just, Hoo! and he goes, how the fuck did you get here? And I'm like, I'm good. Like, no, <laughs> I don't know, but I'm here and I made the play. So then I, I got yelled at I, by our coach because I wrapped him up instead of just tagging off. I think what I, I think what came to my head was like, if I'm being hit by a nose tackle, this is a problem. Look, I wasn't, I wasn't slow. Jesus. It wasn't that you were slow. It was, it was a problem because I don't want to be hit by a nose tackle because they're not. It's nice not who you expect to get hit by when you line up on the numbers. Like you, it just you expect doesn't like a six one, hundred eighty, hundred seventy pound D. Hundred eighty. That's true. That's that's a little. Uh, a little. We're tap. still trying. Uh. It was multiple players at one thirty where we were lining up. <laughs> I keep forgetting we're at the D3 level. We don't get D1 athletes that are 6'4", 185, just fucking PK Metcalf. Inside, yes. On the edge, no. There are no – for some reason, on offense sometimes, but defense, there's just not – there's just a lack of size. So a lot of the players at D3 are really – that I've seen are really good defensive backs are really good defensive backs at any level, except they're like three, four inches shorter than – your D2, D1 kid. So you put those kids, you so you take a D2, D1 kid, they're a great athlete. They're just three, four inches taller than everybody else. It's like a six one, six two kid is going to be a lot better than the five five kid that we had. The five eight, five nine kids that are just like five five is drastic. Yeah. Hmm? You said five five at first. I was like, that's a bit drastic. We didn't have anybody five five. We had one. We did. We had one. Little man from Texas. Yep. He might have been 5'4". I can't, he hated me, too. Like, there were some, like, I had issues. Damn, you're with, an asshole. Everyone hated you. Yeah, I had issues with the DBs. Why? Like, our D-line and our, our box was great, right? Let's just be honest. Our D-line and backers were great. Put it in the papers. Cam's got a great box. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Subscribe now to my OnlyFans. It's at DutchmanLee14. Um, it's $5.99 just for a weekend special. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck no but like i'm gonna yell at the dbs if you fucking suck you suck get off the field and let someone else try because i want to win oh, a fucking okay. game it, and we can't know. we can't trust our offense because fucking we have like i don't even know who the best example of a quarterback is that we had but like we had like tony romo in a clutch situation it never happened so time out. You're you're you you want to bitch at the DBs and stuff for not making plays, dude. You got to get to the QB though. We're stopping up. Okay, but on a three on a three step drop, what am I supposed to do? Right, slants. Run faster. I get my hands up. Cool, I Run did faster. that. Next question. Run faster. Next question. Oh wait, the offense went three and out again. Next question. I didn't say. Oh wait, we threw a pick and we fumbled. I wasn't Next saying question. anything to do with the offense. I was saying you need to hold your own shit. Junior year, we had one of the best goal or 20-yard red zone defenses in the nation in all divisions. All divisions, we had one of the best defenses in red zone defense. So that probably has to be seven and three. Cam, is it really – is it difficult to walk when your balls are that big? Yes. Is it hard? Okay. Helps when they get drained by the cheerleading team. Just kidding. I wouldn't (laughs) – not any of them. (laughs) Oh, fuck. I got to be careful what I say. (laughs) Oh, this is going to come bite me in the ass real fucking quick. Hey, guys, let's do a fucking podcast. I think we'd be a great group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start talking shit about people that know us and might listen to this. They won't listen. No, they, they don't like me. I don't like them. That's cool. That's, I hope a couple people listen. Like the views counter doesn't stay at like three because I listened to it three times. Well, I was gonna say we each have a mother, so that's three views right there. I'm no not letting my mom listen. I'm not. <laughs> my mom tried to follow my Finsta page, right? Like I have a fake Instagram account. I don't think you two do, but I, I do. And mm-hmm. one night after a drunk night, I wake up and I see, oh, you got a follower request. I'm like, all right. And my mom's Instagram handle is Ladybug on the Move. <laughs> Saw that pop up and I went, 
nope, <laughs> nope. Like I was tempted, like if I click accept, I'm probably going to get disowned as a son. But yeah, decline, decline every time. My mom doesn't need to know some of the dumb shit I did in college. Like, so I guess that's why I'm grateful my parents never got into that shit. Like, they have Facebook, but my mom literally just got Facebook last year. <laughs> like, and my dad like got an Instagram, but he doesn't understand how to post things. So it's like you're trying honey you really hey, tc are. do your parents have social media i think my dad does Winston? really <laughs> no hell no you can barely turn his phone on oh my mom has Facebook. instagram but she doesn't really know what to do with it so i just send her some motivational stuff sometimes and she's like oh my goodness i love it this is amazing mom, look at this photo. Her, she doesn't open her instagram for another four months Mom, watch this video of two dogs stuck humping together real quick. It's fucking hilarious. Maybe not that. My dad, so my dad, everyone knows my dad. I love my dad to death. Role model, kind of. Um, has a Instagram, a Facebook, and a Twitter. What does he have a Twitter for? I don't know. He doesn't. Why does anyone have a Twitter, Tommy? He doesn't use it. Like he does, but I think he just does it to like Twitter watch. Like he just, he's one of those guys that sits back and watches. Put it like this: If you watch, if I, I'm I'm like that. Like, like if you look at my my girlfriend, cracked me up. She's like, you know, the last time you posted something, I'm like, no. She goes, last Valentine's Day, like last year, not this year. Oops. It was. I haven't posted anything, and I don't post anything. I have a perfect. I want to run. Time. I want to run something by you here in a second, but I'm gonna finish this story before I lose it because I'm also like. We're going to just do a shot counter. How many shots is Cam going to do in a single podcast session? Tell you the answer is probably a lot. Um, my dad is that guy on Facebook that will like share things and like usually the motivational cheesy shit that everyone does not like watching or seeing. But then my dad's also the guy that'll comment things thinking oh. that I can't see them <laughs> or that my friends can't see them. How so? I'll get screenshots or messages from like, we have a, we have a restaurant that we go to in Lansing that we're like locals. The whole staff knows me and my family and my dad, especially like they know my dad, they know me, they know Spence, they know everybody. <clears throat> and we're friends with them on Facebook, which is awesome. Cause like I, they're good people, really good connections to have. And like we bullshit with them they're cool but they'll post like having a bad day, just feel lonely or something stupid like that. And my dad goes, I'll hold you on a fucking comment. And I'll just like slam my head, like wherever I'm at, like I could be driving. I'm just going to like swerve off the road and call it good. Cause he does shit like this. And I'm like, come on pops. Like, you know, people can see that. Like I had a teammate, a former teammate of mine in high school. She was a female wrestler. And she was posting some little hood, little ratchet shit. And my dad said, like, she posted something like new OnlyFans coming out, um, hit me up. My dad wanted to talk to her for a different reason, I guess, regarding coaching. Did he though? I don't know. But the comment though? said, the comment said, <laughs> just DM'd you. And I went, no! Like, fuck. I'm just going to delete my account now and crawl into a fucking hole. Oh my God. Uh, I love my dad. I love my dad. I do. But damn, there's days. Yeah. That's not it. That's all I got about that. Yeah, I'm going to move on from that. I'm going to shut the fuck up and pass it over to Tommy here. So there, there's a Wingstop. Wingstop has their own personal account. <laughs> Their Twitter page. And Eric, oh, dude, I know you're going. Um, so basically, like what you're saying, like a business says, like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm tired, and it's like, I'll take care of you, or some crap like that. So this girl, so I'll just go like, I won't say like, girl, wing stop, girl, wing stop. It's just the first person is the girl talking, and the next person is wing stop. So I'll just keep going like that. Wing stop. Wingstop, Wingstop Ranch, gotta have nut in it. No way, it's just that good. 
Like, time out. She's from Chicago. She's from Chicago. No one says that. No one says that except people from Chicago. You know, I've lived here for three years and I've never heard that, Cam. So I don't know where you're getting your information. I know a lot of ratchet people, Brody. Wingstop comes back. It's a special white sauce, but it does not contain. Go ahead. Semen? Semen? Is that what? LMFAO. Wingstop, you got to chill for real. Wingstop's like, you got to, you brought it up. Girl's like, are we flirting right now? Wingstop says, are we? You close to Texas? HQ is in Dallas, so yeah. Oh, I'm three hours away. I'll be there soon. Reddit or Vegas? Reddit is great because of boneless wings, but bone in sounds just like a better option. So I'll take the latter. I'm getting hot and heavy over here. She goes, God, I need you in me. <laughs> Wingstop says, all you got to do is open your mouth. Girls like you're a little freak. Anyways, let's move this to the DMs. Wingstop says, "Bet DMs are open." So, I've what seen social that. media account like is taking care of that, and is Wingstop promoting or firing this person? I hope they're promoting. They're getting a lot of clout for this. That's like Joe's Crab Shack at PETA. They tweet PETA like every fucking day, and I think it's the best thing in the world. Who doesn't like meat? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that person or team, I really hope it's just one person that came up with that shit. Not a like, team, because then I just really hope it's just one. It I just makes it like five guys in a room that are yeah, like, yeah, that. wait, what do hey, we say? That. I'm thinking just like a big boardroom. It's a bunch of chads, like some dude from fraternity at like Oklahoma State's like, this is a great idea. All right, here's what we're going to do. There's, like, boards everywhere with, like, good sayings. Like, hey, you up? Like, okay. And they're just deliberating the next comment every time. Like, hey, here's our move, all right? If she says this, we slide in the DMs. I think she helped him out a lot. I mean, yeah, she had she had a purpose. Like, she knew where she was going. Homegirl just wants the free wings. Let's call it what it is. I don't know who wouldn't. Wingstop's got my business now. Oh, wait, I don't have one down here because it's fucking wild. One block away. over here. Fucker. You, got one you know what I have in every city? I hope you like Sonic because there's a Sonic at every corner down here. And I don't understand it. I do, but I don't. It's Sonic is just up, like man. a big southern thing. They're, they're everywhere. I went through a town that had 250 people. I shit you not. Sonic, there. No other fast fast food places not even a taco bell not even a mcdonald's just tonic where i grew up that was like for some reason like okay like a couple years after i graduated they put it up and that's where every kid goes to hang out from like four to like seven o'clock eight o'clock at night like no not a skate park not a not like a parking lot or something close to water nope they go to a sonic we're hanging out at the sonic Hey, Eric, let's go meet up at the Sonic. That's the thing. Like, I didn't grow up in, like, suburbia, but it was a suburban area. There was, like, no downtown. There was no, like, spot. I don't know. Maybe I was just out of it. Maybe I didn't hang out with the right people. But, like, I don't know. We never – I never did that kind of shit. Like, I didn't have a place that I went to with people. Then again, I – I don't know. I might not have had very many friends. That could be it too. But <laughs> you, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. Like Great Lake isn't spot. isn't the place for that. You know? I, I mean, like you guys know, I grew up in Lansing, uh, Lansing, Michigan. Like it's an interesting pop, like spot. All right, there's there's a lot of different meetup and hangout spots. Like you had the mall. The mall shit now. Um, and then if you really wanted to scrap, say meet up at Sharp Sharp Park. This is a little park right down the road from the mall, and that's where all the fights happened. One kid made it on World Star at one point at Sharp Park because someone threw his Jordans into this little like man-made lake or river or <laughs> pond, and he had to go get those shits. But this guy's also like six nine, six ten. He's fucking huge, but homie, homie didn't know how to swim. So <laughs> my my high school is ratchet, ratchet as fuck. I loved it though. Loved every second of it. Loved that school. Like our, our spot that was kind of like 
I wouldn't say like a place to fight or anything, but it was a parking lot because my town literally was on the edge of Stown River. So it's like 20 minutes south of Detroit, but it's literally like on the water. And then on the other side of that water, we can see Windsor, we can see Canada. So we have a bunch of restaurants and downtown pushes right up to the um, water. So there was a park that literally was a parking lot and like the rest of downtown is on the other side of the parking lot. And on the other, this side is just water. So we would literally go and just look out, see the water right in front of us. So it was pretty sweet. And people go fishing there a ton, but it was just Bishop Park. And we would literally go there after like, after Friday night football games, we'd go there and be there till two, three in the morning. And the cops knew we weren't doing anything bad. We were just hanging out for the most part. So they just knew that. So they just left us alone. How often I went there, not very much. One, one, I was on the same boat as you were. Um, but also they started getting in trouble. So, yeah. I was the bad kid out of our friend group. Like really, they took you this long to figure that out. Wow. The guy that drank half a bottle of tequila by himself last night is just now I realizing I had, he did that today. Look, I wasn't alone. Like, okay, so I was on time with two today. of my old employees from Detroit. So I was catching up with them. They're good friends of mine, good people. They, oh, one on the actually job. knows a guy that we played football with because they went to the same high school. Um, and then uh, let's see, what else did I do? I FaceTimed my cousin because she wanted to talk and we caught up and that was great. My ex Snapchatted me. That was weird. Not great. I didn't, re- I didn't respond in any inappropriate manner. So be proud of me. But like, you we're, responded we're, nonetheless. We're yeah, there it is. Hold on. I, I guess this opens up the, the table for debate. Like, I know we had like some plans to talk about things, but I'll throw this on the table. Is it bad to be friends with your exes? I think it depends on the length of relationship. Okay. And the way or the reason you guys broke up. Mm-hmm. I got to be careful. I'm walking on a fine line here because she did say she'd probably listen to this. Um, eight or nine months. Obviously, I moved down to the natural state. Mothers. Um, and we both like at the time she didn't agree with it. But like I knew that this wasn't going to be something good for either of us. And like I knew what her goals were. I knew what my goals are. And it just it, it wouldn't pan out. So we're friends now. It took about three months of like no talking, blocking on all social medias, a couple hate mail messages from friends. But we're cool. friends. So is what that bad? Months. Is that bad? Not uh, her friends. Not my friends. Her friends. I was like, we would have been the one setting it. We didn't. So yeah, yeah. Tommy <laughs> said he, Cam, you're a fucking piece of shit. Just a complete asshole. I fucking hate you. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Love Tommy. Said. <laughs> like Rody's just like, hey, I don't give a fuck. Cool. I really don't. Send. Who are we talking Get about? Out of trouble, kid. <laughs> Ro- you know what? Now that I think about it, Eric, you have seen me with some interesting women in my life. Tommy has two. Fifi has two, but like the wedding, you know what wedding I'm talking about, where my dad, his crazy girlfriend, that one, that was when I was standing in that wedding. She was something. She looks good now. I'm very Uh, happy for for her. her. That's a bunch of weight. Very happy for her. I'm going to have to see her at another wedding here next month. So like in a month and 10 days. You're not counting or anything. Well, I'm excited for the wedding because I'm just going to get plastered. But that... That we're, oh, we're fucking that wedding up. That so, wedding. so you, so basically, like, it was slightly amicable. Now you're friends. What is the goal of that friendship? Just to be supportive of each other, right? Like, think. I think, I think, like, that, that may be your, that may be your thought. It might not be yours. That, uh, you know what? That's, that's the thought that it's going to play out because, like, I'm not going to let it turn into anything else. Like, I respect the girl great woman. I think it's important to one thing that I've always been about with my exes is like, I don't want to end up on bad terms. Like I've never cheated on a girl. Uh, I never cheated on a girlfriend. I just, I don't know. I think it's important to at least end on good terms. 
because you never know when that's going to come back to bite you in the ass, right? Like I've heard stories of people that like, I cheated on this girl. And then guess what happened? She became my boss. And it's like, oh, well, fucking good luck to you, bud. Like you're <laughs> gone. <laughs> but like, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's important to at least maintain a like respectful relationship. Now, like I dated my best friend's sister, one of my best friend's sisters. We all know that situation. That was a, ter- not a terrible idea, but. It wasn't, it wasn't. I still have my, like me, me and him are still good friends. It's just, I, I did a lot of, I like, I'm surprised we're still, let me be honest. I'm surprised we're still best friends. Uh, with the amount of like me telling him what I did to his sister in front of his face. Cause I was like, I'm drunk. I'm going to fucking do it. Like, Hey, Jeff, here's what happened. And he'll be like, yeah, go fuck yourself. I hate you. Drunk cam is a different animal. I'm a beast. I'm a dog. I wouldn't say beast, but different animal. I'm a fucking animal. <laughs> I'm just an animal. Let's just leave it at that. Like I have done. Fuck. What's? I don't even know what my favorite drunk camp story is. But That's all right. Too. Um. I would say, like with that, like honestly, and if you're in a new relationship, I think that has a factor. I think that is a fact if you're in a new relationship and the person you're in the new relationship with is like, I don't like them. It, with your commitment, now you got to figure out your commitment to your ex and being friends with them or committing to your new relationship and being like, well, if this is something that you want, okay. I don't know though, Tom, because I think... It's, it's a weird standing... I think it's, there's too many variables to have one lot of variables. rule. You know, like you can't there's just a lot of situations. Oh, if you're friends with your ex and then your new girl doesn't want you to talk to her, like there's too many things at play. Like it's that's, it's not black and white. It's not straightforward. You can't just be like, oh well, I'm friends with her. Get over it. And you also can't be like, well, this is a mature relationship. Oh, you're fine with it, and we're still friends. Like there's there's too much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no that that's definitely true um yeah um I, it, it it creates that situation of it's her or me and that's just a situation that i don't like being in but at the same time like it's an unnecessary situation exactly yeah it really is like if, well it here's is. the thing if i'm dating a girl that's insecure insecure like that like if i'm dating a girl that's insecure with my friend group and i can reiterate to her like hey i don't have anything i don't have any more attachment to this person we're just cordial and respectful to each other then yeah cool great but if i have a girl that's like no you have to cut them off that's where i have to sit back and go where's your insecurity at because there's insecurity behind you too and maybe that's because they got screwed over before you got burned you got burned before by someone like a guy that said oh she's just my best friend and then you walked into his house and caught him fucking her on that couch i get it but i don't know i think that's not a like that's not a red flag for me when a girl says that but it's, it's an awkward conversation or you know tough conversation that needs to happen where it's like hey um i have these friends there are my ex-girlfriends i don't have any like any tasteful nudes of them in my phone i don't have any why is that the first place you go why, why is that all right you know what you're gonna open up this you're gonna open up pandora's box we're gonna open up pandora's box all right tommy i think i'm gonna keep you out of this conversation this is gonna be a me and eric kind of thing because you're in a relationship and i love you to death and i also love your girlfriend so that's where we're gonna stand with this every guy has some sort of collection of nudes i don't care if that's wrong but it's a fact most guys have a collection of nudes right or wrong Go ahead, speak well, up. You just said two different things. You said every guy, and then you said most guys. So which one? I'm gonna say with? most guys. Most guys. Uh, there are good guys out there that delete everything afterwards, and I have done that before. Right? <laughs> Tommy waves. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I've I've deleted I've deleted ex past memories and nudes and videos that probably shouldn't have been taken, but they were, and it was cool. But at the same time, there's people that just don't give a fuck. That's true. And I've da- I've dated girls that were like that where we broke up, and I was like, hey, like I deleted everything. Like I'm sorry, whatever happened happened, but like we're cool. She goes, I don't give a fuck if you delete them. Cam, I don't want this to sound bad, but I feel like the difference in our opinions really just stems back to the types of girls that you and I go for and how different they really are. I have a wide variety of tastes is what I'm realizing. I get that. I go from batshit crazy that like, if I even blink at a woman, I'm going to get stabbed in the back three times and Lorena Baba did. Uh, I use that. Uh, as a, I uh, use. I use that as a verb. Yes. Um, oh no. The English major here would appreciate that. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't even hear what you said. I. Uh, like, Tau Delta. You know what, Lorena Bob? You know who Lorena Bob is? No. We're gonna. Side, oh my God! We're gonna side face. path this then real quick. Lorena Bobbitt cut off her fiance's husband or fiance. Husband or, or fiance's dick no, while he was sleeping. Drove it down the road and threw it to the side of the road. Okay. Just tossed it out the window. Just said, fucking see ya. And you just see a little hot dog flying in the air. Yeah, not a hot dog. It's not a hot dog. It's a penis. But hey, uh, she cut off his dick and he got it sewed back on. Positive. For what reason, though? He was cheating. Not like he's going to use it with her anymore. He was cheating. Well, you can't say no no, don't you dare be like oh that makes a lot of sense it doesn't make sense no that's very drastic but still like actions have consequences hot calling the kettle black there but yeah all i'm saying is actions have consequences preach no you're definitely not wrong you're definitely not wrong no that's that's real actions have consequences but no i think i'll have to be back in the conversation i don't know yeah you're good you're you can you can speak tommy i'm not like I'm not <laughs> here. I'm not gonna be like, hey, you can't talk. Shush. Shush. I'm not the German one here anyway. I'm just a pole. Bro. Pole. Easy. What? I'm Scottish. Which is like really like if we all talk about I'm Polish, I'm a little bit of Scottish, a little bit of English. Tommy's Scottish. Lithuanian, Latvian, Ecuadorian, a lot of American Indian, black. A <laughs> little bit of black in them. Don't know if you can tell that. Twenty five percent white. And then Eric is. German. Oh, you want me? You want me to go into this? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Tell, back it's, us up here. All it's, of Europe. Yeah, I mean German, Czech, uh, probably Irish. The way we drink. Um, That's the Polish side of my. Family. I think there's actually a little Canadian in there somewhere. I, I don't know Canadian. how. I can see Canadian. But hey, yeah, dude, that, my mom that explains how you're time, so polite all the time. Says a, and it drives me up a wall. Like it's been going on forever. I don't know where the it hell it came a from. out of the fucking blue. No, like obviously not just like a, like no, <laughs> in conversation. <laughs> like it flows in conversation, but it's not just a question. It's a question with a at the end of it, and obviously it's not like every question. But oh, like, like, what do you think, A? Like, like that? Exactly. Okay. You know what? That's, that's almost a Midwestern thing. Or like a, it might be. In my mm. opinion. Because, like, I know in Michigan, like, oh, I'm going to slide <laughs> by it. Like, that's a Canadian fucking thing, but we do it in yeah. Michigan all I did that shit today. I do that shit down we, here uh, in Arkansas. I do it in Arkansas, and people are like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. See, my mom, the first 10 years of her life, Tommy, you keep moving away from the mic. Tommy, talk into so your mic, bro. You gotta talk. Oh my god, I hate Wendy so much. It's fine there. I really like. Yeah, I have that. Voice I need a fucking alcohol. Okay, um, bitch. So with my mom learning a different language for the first ten years of her life, she has been living here for fifty plus years and just butchers, just just butchers the hell out of him. It's just like, meh. <laughs> I don't know how to do it. It's because she's so sweet. Like you can't blame her. Fifty years. Your mom is one of the nicest people I think I've ever met in my life. She's a Latin New Yorker. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> oh, Nicer to everyone else. Can you imagine that accent. Holy shit! Like 
Eric and I had this conversation, what, yesterday, two days ago? I think so, recently. Very recent. What is the hottest accent? What is the ugliest accent? Like, living down here, I've gained appreciation for the Southern accent. Now, I haven't picked one up. Thank God. <laughs> but, like, we had this discussion of ugly accents, and I think the Joyzy accent is the fucking worst. Yeah. The fucking Would you? Joyzy, 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 New Joyzy. Calm down. Got it. Oh no, we're going to New Joyzy. The fuck is wrong with you, Joyzy? I hate that accent. I hate it. I hate it. The Southern accent isn't that pretty accent. either, though. Like y'all, like Midwest has a weird accent. I've never There's noticed. Weird... Like, no, well, obviously, you you were bred in it. All three but... of us grew up there, so we don't notice our accent. But, but like, the thing the thing that's crazy to me is that I don't know how how different is a Boston and a New York accent. Uh, Boston is like Pepperidge Farm, and New York it, it is very like there's a lot of fucks thrown in there. Like get out of the fucking way and like taxi. I need a hot dog. Like I I don't know. Like I'm bad at accents, obviously. You know. I knew it. I yeah. can do a little bit of a Southern, and I can do a little bit of a Joyzy, and it's a little like, bit of a Boston. And that's what it's like. It. Wisconsin, Michigan, and Kansas. Iowa. Wisconsin accents. They're oh not very God. far apart. That's but they're second ugliest. Second fucking different. ugliest. Yeah, but they're not very far apart. Like Wisconsin, Michigan, and Iowa. They're not very far apart, but they, they are cheese different. Wisconsin. Ugh, an embarrassment of the state. God damn! Just give it to fucking Canada. Right? <laughs> I, like I, that's another state that I, so I hate. I hate the state of Ohio. Wait, 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 wait! wait. I'm sorry. I'm I'm an idiot with geography. Does Wisconsin touch Canada? Because I'm pretty I sure I think Minnesota it does. Like wrapped around. I thought it does. I thought I'm Minnesota was. I got. We got to pull it up here. Hold Hang on. on. I, I thought it, it does. E, no. We Minnesota and was or Minnesota and Michigan are playing keep away from Wisconsin. That's what I thought. <laughs> well, here's the problem: is everyone gives the UP to fucking Wisconsin, right? Like, am well, I right there? Youpers are weird, man. I love look. Youpers are great people, and they're a good fucking time. That's fair. Yeah, no, Cam. Wisconsin doesn't. It's not even close. It's like a couple really? hundred miles from Canada. Are you, you serious? Know, Michigan actually like is. Close. Well, I'm yeah, fucking. It's 100 miles. Fun fact: If you're in Detroit and you go straight south from the city of Detroit, you're in Canada. Yeah, I know. It's my house. Fuck you. I work there. Minutes Love straight it there. south of Detroit, and then five minutes left. Or yes, not Like Windsor, Ontario. Like, I mean, you can't say left. Left doesn't work. work. Left does not work because when you look south, at a map, when left. you think left, you're headed to Lansing at that point. Not if you're headed south. Like, Especially look, Windsor, way. Ohio is a great place. Like, or, well, Ohio, fuck. Ontario. Windsor, Ontario. All the shots. Great place. Nice All spot. I, like, when you go to Belle Isle, you can literally stand on the, like, right on the edge of the uh, the lake, and you can see Canada right across the border. And they make sure you fucking can see them, because they have a big-ass Canadian flag hanging. You can see it right on Belle Isle, which is a beautiful spot, but. You're going to talk shit about like America, like country pride and big ass flags. Do you realize the American like. Yes, I know America pulls their dick out and is like, hey. Dude, no other country in the world uses their national anthem for every fucking thing like we do. Hey, don't. It's ridiculous. Don't disrespect the national anthem. (laughs) Shut the fuck up, Arkansas. Once again, like, I can't get over the fact that I saw a Confederate flag with the Blue Lives Matter sign through it. Like, I've never thought I'd see something so ass backwards. I I don't want to make this a political podcast. I don't want to go down the politic road because I don't know shit about politics. I don't. But, like, you have two very controversial topics mixed into one flag. Good marketing. Oh. <laughs> That's racist marketing. <laughs> oh, God. I fucking... I love it and I hate it here at the same time. I do. The state, like, everyone's super nice to you. Super friendly. If you're white. Not necessarily. <laughs> Not necessarily.
So Tommy, I need to ask you a question since you're the only guy in a relationship here. Yeah. What is the, and I hope your door is closed. Oh, I pray your door is closed. What is the best part of a relationship? And what is the worst part of a relationship, especially living with your significant other in a house? So just answer, what is the best part of your relationship, Tom? Yes, that is the correct answer. <laughs> um, the best part is, um, I'd say, not the confidence, but the, I don't know, just, I guess confidence, just confidence that it's, that I'm like good. Like when I get home, like I know what's going to be at home when I get home. Does that make sense? It's like almost comfort. Yeah, I think that's a better way. I was looking for you to find that. I was more so, you to finish your sentence and then I was going to help you. Yeah, it's more so like a, just, a, just a comfort of there is not necessarily like I'm going to get what I get when I get home, but it's more like I just am, I don't have to think about that and I get to come home and have a conversation Ooh, buddy, with someone man. who I believe is a great conversationalist and shit. <laughs> I get to come home and have a good conversation with somebody who is a good conversationalist and shares a lot of my values and knows a lot of my backstory so like I don't have to like I guess re-describe everything. And it's just easy to have somebody kind of to lean on with that every, every day, no matter what. Like I got somebody who I could talk to about just about anything oh, and be comfortable with so that. Nice. So that like the comfort, so nice. Like the comfort and the security. Security is a good word too. It brings for you. Yeah. So it's like, it's along with that. It's like, there are so many things that we stress about every single day. And that's not something that you need to stress about. Like you mm-hmm. have like work and coaching and like all the other nonsense that you have to deal with and things that like, I don't want to say put a damper on your life, but like they don't always bring in. It might make it harder. Exactly. It's like, it's a complication. And so having something as stable as your lovely woman, like just kind of makes, makes a background of ease for you. Yeah. It kind of gives me a base. Yeah. And it gives me like somewhere to try, kind of kind of like a docking station, like come and reset. Like mm-hmm. I know what I'm gonna have here. I know what this person um is going to be. I know what I can give to them. I know I can how I can help them and stuff like that. So it's just good in that sense of like I got somewhere to just come down and reset my everything. Yeah. Um, and she's a huge part of that. That's that's my dog for me. <clears throat> Not even lie. That's my dog for me. And, and, and that's a real thing, though. He's in his cage. I walk up to him and I'm like, "Hey, ghost!" And he like immediately jumps up, jumps on me, and gives me a hug, which is adorable. Melts my heart every fucking time. And then he goes potty, and then we start our day. You know. But like, yeah, that's re- that's people have a lot of those relationships with their dog. Like, that's a definitely a real thing. I don't think I'm going to, you won't catch Cam dating anyone from Arkansas anytime soon. I don't feel okay. like, I don't feel like. Get Rody, Rody, what's your love, love, love life looking like right now? Wild. I don't know if we need to go into that today. <laughs> no, I don't think we should. And we passed that question. All right. Next topic. Not this time. Come on. What, what makes you guys think, and this is, this is kind of the, I guess like the end of our podcast conversation where we're done bullshitting and we kind of have a serious thing going. Um, when it comes to pride and being a person and being a man, um, where, where do you see like that overstepping? I've seen people obviously overstep with their pride, where that pride turns to cockiness, and that pride turns into almost ignorance. You know? Arrogance. There you go. That's even better. Arrogance. And you see people swallow their pride to do things like I, I like i talked to tommy about this when it happened i just swallowed my pride at work where like i fucked something up terribly and i had to tell the store owner like hey i did this i fucked it up i'm so sorry 
like, let me try to make this right for you. I'll do this, this, and this X, Y, Z. When's the time in your life that you had to swallow your pride? And what's the lesson that you learned out of it? That's a, that's an open question to you too. We could talk about the, the hotel room, Eric. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know the story. You were on the team. Or do you want to tell it? You can tell it. And I, I could chime in here and there, but it was just an off situation. Yeah. <laughs> Embarrassing. I was going to go a different angle, but yeah, we can go there. We can go, um, we can go yours too. No. So back in college, I don't remember what year it was. Probably it was our last year. year. It was, no, it was our last year. Because it was our last away game when we met. We, I, we fucked this up. It was our last away game ever. I don't remember that being the case. Doesn't matter. Either way, we were on a long road trip. It was like an out-of-state game. So we had to take a bus and we got a hotel. Um, Tommy and I were sharing a room with a couple other teammates. And as young, stupid college kids do on – away game road trips you just do stupid shit so um we were messing around in the hotel room just throwing stuff and a water bottle was thrown and hit a full water bottle full contact solution bottle oh it was a contact solution i thought it was a water bottle no that's what we told coach that was the lie that's right Uh, because that's that's a lot more believable i have to throw a contact solution bottle pretty freaking hard yeah, a contact solution bottle was thrown in the room and it hit the hotel TV, promptly breaking it. Just um, completely destroyed. Hold on, hold on. where was this at? What what road trip was this? Aurora. Was it Aurora? I thought it was Aurora in Illinois. The semantics don't matter that much. I don't really remember. I'm curious. Well I, I don't remember this story at all. Granted, I have so many concussions that I make fucking Aaron and, Hernandez look like a bitch. But in that year, you had a lot of concussions. What yeah. year was this? Junior or senior year? Senior year, because we had a. I missed our last game because of concussion protocol. Oh, we had a transfer who was with us, and then we also had a freshman. Not in the middle. I thought we had 33 with us. No, he definitely wasn't. He, there's no way he could have been a part of that. I don't even scenario. remember numbers at this point, boys. So okay. either way, here. Bottom quarterback line, and another guy came in as a quarterback turned into a running back. Either way. Oh. We broke a TV in a hotel and we had to figure out the best course of action from there. Um, we well, landed on going to tell the head coach, which was a good decision. Before that, my parents came into the room because they were at the hotel as well and my dad took one step into the hotel looked at the tv and said you guys are fucked that's all winston just goes in and goes you're fucked he just goes you're (laughs) fucked and then he's like you gotta go tell coach and walked out i'm like thanks dad thanks helpful but that kind of brings us to where eric was and just kind of like we landed on telling the coach just tail between our legs man because it's what was it? It had to be like one in the morning at that point. Yeah, it was past midnight, and you know he was going to be pissed any time of day, but even like late at night before a game, it wasn't going to end and, up good. And also, there was a volleyball tournament, a high school volleyball tournament in the I area. Now, yes, I remember this completely and now. Yeah, our coach explicitly told us, "Do not do." Do not. Don't fucking do talk to them. Don't fucking look at them. Nothing. Don't fucking even like get close to them. Just fucking go to your room and go yep. to bed. That's so we're pretty sure we when we when we were headed to talk to our coach, we were pretty sure that's what he was thinking. Um, he he was thinking, but you can yeah. So like we decided we decided to go talk to coach, and I was the one who happened to throw the contact solution bottles so i kind of felt that it was mostly my fault even though we conversation. We, thank you one of our teammates was asleep the other one was like messing around and then eric was filming it so that i i blame eric a little bit you were you were filming it i don't think i was first rule <laughs> of anything is don't know i'm confident I, that wasn't the case i'm confident you filmed a clip of it not the actual hitting nothing of the on my phone but whatever. So 
the cool thing is, is that once we decided to tell coach and I was like, I'm going to have to go talk to him. The rest of you guys just like, okay, we're going. Like I didn't expect anybody else to get in trouble with me, <laughs> but all the, the other three guys were just like, yep. Okay. And just got in the elevator too. And I went up to go talk to him and it started with Eric because he's good with words, trying to spin the story to our half asleep coach. Who's pretty, a pretty black and white dude when it comes to stuff anyway. So Eric's like, yeah, so like we're doing this. Then we threw a water bottle and then hit the TV and then TV. And <laughs> the coach is just like, what's going on? <laughs> and then I kind of just chimed in. I was like, yeah, I hit the TV. It's broken. That's pretty much the gist of what happened. That's expensive. Um, and what happened after that, Eric? No, he was just like, you're idiots and go to bed. He's like, we'll deal with it tomorrow. There's nothing that can be done now. It's just one of those things that is going to be taken care of tomorrow. Like you can't, it's, it's after midnight. We got a game tomorrow. We have bigger fish to fry. You know, it's like, it'll be what it is and you'll deal with the consequences. I said it an hour ago, actions have consequences. And that's, that's all it was. So getting back to the, the pride issue, Cam, um, I think this story just kind of lends itself to Tommy and partially me a little bit. I mean, we both, we're all there, but um, us having to, to swallow some pride and just accept the fact that we made a big mistake and um, had to go deal with whatever was to come. And it didn't matter the fact that we were like upperclassmen at this point. We were a college football player. There, you more than likely will not be, you will be kind of scared of your coach in that sense, especially when you mess something up. So like there have been teammates of ours that were notorious for not telling coach stuff and letting him find out like when they mess up and we didn't really mess up or anything that often but like that time we told coach like hey this happened we need help we we messed up and we don't know what to do we're screwed so he goes okay I'll take care of it the ending of that story is that like we didn't he goes is there any glass on the ground are you guys hurt in any way is your hotel room bad do you need a new one no, there's no glass in the ground. The TV is just broken completely. Not going to be usable. Like the display, like the visuals yeah. on the TV. Visual it. yeah. It's like there was a big black circle and then everything. The spider went completely out. Yeah. So, but yeah, like we told him that and we just let him know. And he's like, okay, so just make sure nothing's on your stuff. Um, go to bed, get up in the morning, get dressed and we'll go to the game. So we didn't know about this. So for literally... That, the game happened on Saturday, obviously. We had Sunday. Then we had Monday off, I believe. We had Monday off. We had Mondays off. We had Monday off, and then we came in Tuesday morning at, like, 6. We had Tuesday morning meeting. And at this point, like, we were – the kids that were in that hotel room were looking around like, yo, I think we got away with it. Like, we told Coach we took care of it. We're all good. And, like, we were freaking out because we had told, like, a couple people, but not, like, everybody. And – like after we have our whole meeting, um, took about an hour long, whatever. Um, after we had our meeting, coach calls us all, all four of us up. The head coach calls all four of us up afterwards. Everybody was walking out. He called oh, us false. Up. That's false. Yes, he did. It was before he dismissed everyone. He was like, Rody, Cannon, et cetera, et cetera. I need to talk to you. Everyone else get out. Yeah, so that's, whatever. That, sounds, that sounds like people coach. Were, yeah, people were walking like out as we were walking up. But all he did was slide the receipt of how much it cost to get the TV fixed. And he goes, take care of this. Give me the money by the end of the season. And we just walked away. And what we got him the money by the end of the season. It's like a $700 TV for a 22-year-old, 21-year-old college kid. That's a problem. <laughs> by a $700 TV, we're not going to use. <laughs> um, but we had to come up with that money. My mom wouldn't let me let any of our teammates in that room spend any of the money. So my mom like, you're paying for that. You threw it. You got to pay for it. So my mom took my money and then made me pay for it. 
Yeah, I you didn't. I'm on your ass. You gave money to me afterwards, but you didn't pay for the TV at all. Huh. You just then, paid yeah. for Tommy's alcoholic fund. Congrats. Yeah, I guess. No, yeah, like like my mom won't let anybody pay for it, so she went around me, went to pee herself, and um, just gave him the money. And uh, yeah, but it was really it was really interesting because like once once we did that, we got the receipt, we gave him back the money. That was the end of the story. Then that's that's it. Like so, like we didn't we weren't punished by like playing time. We weren't punished with anything like that. They couldn't you punish know, me about told playing him straight up in the first place. Yeah, you told him straight up. Yeah, but it was just this is crazy because I've been on both ends of that situation of trying to hide something and also telling somebody straight up. And dude, when I tell somebody straight up, it sucks at the moment. And you gotta, you gotta swallow your pride. You gotta be like, yeah, you gotta eat it. You gotta fucking eat it. I messed, I messed up. And if the person, I don't know, it depends on how the person responds to it. But they, it more times than not, it turns out well. It turns out well, and it's just hard to do. It's not fun to do either. No, not at all. I mean, like that that whole that elevator ride to coach's hotel room was just. This is not. And then on top of that, we knocked on the door and he wouldn't wake up, so we had to call. We were sitting out there for like four or five minutes, and we're like, "Coach," he's like, "Yeah, we're outside your hotel room." Okay, and then it took him a while to get to the door, dude. You're lucky we won that fucking game because if we would have lost that game, it would have been blamed on you guys. I just want to let you know that now. We didn't um, affect anybody. Well, it really affected coach. Yeah, you guys <laughs> fucked up, coach. <laughs> I mean, he didn't call the offense or defense, so fuck it. He just called the special teams. <laughs> anyway. Run a fake. Uh, hey, man. Eric, have you had other moments like that? I know you're going in another direction. Yeah, it wasn't so much a specific story. Um, it was basically just kind of a generality in terms of how I view like the way I act in like my life. It's like, I, I don't, I've openly admitted this several times like at work and it's just kind of become like something I say is I'll admit like I have no shame. And I think that kind of relates to like being too prideful and that kind of thing. Um, and so it's like, I'm very comfortable admitting when I don't know something, admitting when I'm wrong. Um, and I don't know, I don't, it's like a loose connection to pride there, I believe, but in my head, there's a connection. So I think, no, I think, I think the, the connection, go ahead. I was going to say like, the, I think the connection that I can see with it is that like, you got to be proud enough to be humble. Like, does that make sense? Like, yep. I am, I am proud enough to say, dude, hi, I am lost, <laughs> but I know I'm capable of doing this stuff. I can't do it at the moment. I don't know how. So like being able to sit here and say like, Hey, I need help. That's all. That's a very proud thing. Cause that's swallowing your pride. Like saying like, cause if you're too proud, you'd be like, no, I can handle this. I got this. And then you botch it. And then you're like, Oh crap. I didn't have that. I didn't know what I was doing. I tried to do it anyway. And I got burned. Yeah. That's arrogance in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think absolutely. as a, as a person, as a man and as someone that you know you got to take responsibility for what you do that is a hard thing for kids and that's no it's it's hard as hell for you to do and like if you would have told freshman freshman me like hey you got to have these conversations with people like hey in your job you're gonna have to fire people you're gonna have to admit your mistakes you're gonna have to do all these things that takes a little bit of like pride that you have in yourself out of it like a freshman year, me would have told the told myself to fuck off. So mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Pride is pride is pride, and there's nothing wrong with pride. But like being able to humble yourself and at least admit that you may have done something wrong, or you can have these hard conversations with people that you don't want to have, but it's important that you have. Um, it, it's important as a man, and it's important as a person. Not necessarily, I mean, man and woman, you know, you got to control yourself. 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's huge to have a growth mindset in anything and everything you do. Just to know that you're like, it goes back to being humble. Like I can learn something from about anybody. I can learn some, I, even people I hate, even people I despise. I can learn the way they're doing something that makes me a better person. Even if you're learning the wrong way to do something, you're like, oh, that's something I don't want to do. I don't like the way he or she is looked at by others. I don't like the way that person treats people and makes other people feel. I can choose to not do that. So that's like a like always wanting to make yourself a little better, always wanting to get a little better. I think that's a huge part of pride as well. Is like give you something to be proud of after the fact is being able to be humble and trying to grow yourself. And I, I think as, as a person, right, like you have to have that mentality, like a successful person has to have that mentality. Mm-hmm. So no, I, I think, I think this is the perfect spot to end on for this podcast. I think as a man, as a person, as a working person, a manager, whatever you do in your life, being humble and being smart is uh, is a huge key to this. And I think that's that's the most important thing as a person is being able to put your pride aside, step up to the fucking plate and say, hey, I'm going to be a better person and I'm going to admit my wrongs or I'm going to admit this. I'm going to have this hard conversation and put myself aside. So with that being said, we're going to wrap this up. This first episode and first podcast of Scott's Take Shots with Eric, TC and Cam Lee. And you know this uh, for like 10 years, think, you have to struggle with that. No, I, I'm not struggling. I'm just, if you haven't noticed through this podcast, I've been drinking my fucking dick off. So <laughs> I think the best way to end this is with one more shot, one more drink, one more shotgun, because I'm out of tequila now. Shit. So I'm going to shotgun a high noon because I want high noon to sponsor us at one point in my life. That'd be a dream. And that being said, I hope I hope everyone listening, uh, if we get listeners, if we if we don't, cool. If we just have like family listening to this, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm so sorry sorry for everything I've said today. Sorry. 